Oh, snap, snap, snap. The world is finally waking up to the crap that's baked into and sprayed on kibble dog food. No longer can commercial pet food manufacturers fool us with pretty pictures and false promises. This is the raw dog food truth. The view and opinions expressed on this podcast are not intended to replace medical advice. Before starting any raw diet, do research, ask lots of questions, and consult your vet. Well, hello, raw feeders. I'm Dee Dee Mercer Moffat, the CEO of Raw Dog Food and Company. We are pets health is our business, and we're friends. Don't let friends feed kibble. Happy Tuesday, everyone. I hope you're having a great day. Remember, tomorrow night, Wednesday night, February 7th, is the second part of the Itchy Dog webinar. Itchy Dog webinar. Yes, if you missed part one, uh, you will still get great benefits out of coming to part two. But we're going to talk about um, what you can do if you have an itchy pet. And uh, I'm here to tell you that there is one culprit out there that we see over and over and over again. And uh, if you continue to do this, I don't know if we all ever get over having an itchy pet. And that's not going to be good because that's inflammation. And that's, can you imagine walking around all day, every day, just like you can't even get any relief because you're itching so bad, there's something going on. The gut flora, the dysbiosis, the confusion in the system is happening and you can't get comfortable. That would be a miserable life. That would be a miserable life. So anyway, make sure that you're here uh, tomorrow night, 6.30 p.m. Mountain Time, 7 p.m. Central, where uh, we will be doing part two. If you don't have a link, it's the same link as the last time. You can use that one or you can email me at info at raw dog food and company or go to our chat. I'll be glad to send you that link because it's free. Okay. And get ready with your questions. Also remember the fabulous, wonderful Neely Piazza will be in the chat room and she's like rapid fire answering questions. Um, And then Dr. Jasek and I will also be answering questions. All right. Today we're going to talk about, do you need a PhD to feed your pet? This comes from Brian. Um, some people, I guess, they think that they got to have a PhD. And and I guess if this is what's being pushed out there, that's not, you know, that's not good. Um, Because it's confusing to people and it makes you feel stupid and like you can't do something and you can. You absolutely can. Okay. So um, here's what Brian has to say on this Tuesday. He says, well, you can go to the internet and download a recipe from Gordon Ramsay and make dinner for your children. And not one doctor is going to say a word to you. I mean, right? So think about it. Do you need a PhD to feed your kids? Or can you just download a recipe and make dinner? (laughs) Right? He says, try to do that for your pet. And the narrative from the vet industry will be that real food is dangerous and not nutritionally complete. And you need the guidance of someone with a PhD if you're going to feed something other than commercial crappy kibble to your pet. (laughs) I mean, and Brian says, are our pets that much more complex than humans? I mean... They eat poop and vomit for Pete's sakes. Brian goes on to say, I raised a child. Now, she just turned 21, so I must have done something right. I mean, the evidence suggests that I 
feed her well enough to keep her alive all those years? <laughs> that I fed her well enough to keep her alive all those years. Not once did I ever have a doctor suggest that, you know, feeding her real food was ill-advised and a commercially prepared processed food diet would be a better choice. No, I got very little education from her doctor on how to best feed her beyond her early days of formula and milk. Why is winging it good enough to feed our kids, but oh my goodness, it's so dangerous to feed our pets anything except what comes from a bag or a can that a candy company manufactures? Yeah, why is that? Well, he has the answer here. It's marketing. Marketing is why. And we say that all the time. It's marketing, marketing, marketing. Tell a good story. Put up some pretty pictures. That's marketing. Because nobody's going to challenge you if you have a PhD behind your name. Okay, I digress. So Brian goes on to say, oh, well, somewhere along the line, these pet food manufacturers realized a lot of money, money, money could be made if they convinced pet parents that their food, their food, the, you know, pet food manufacturers, that their food is the only way to feed your pets. I mean, their product is a solution looking for a problem, Brian says. Their product was and is a solution looking for a problem. I mean, pet parents were used to feeding the family dog scraps of whatever they ate. So how do you convince pet parents to start feeding this new product called kibble? Fear. Fear is how? Oh, doggone it doesn't fear so. Yes, it does. Now, who is old enough to remember being told how dangerous, so dangerous, it was to give your pet people food? Oh my gosh. Think it's so real people food that could kill my pet. And you'll still hear it today. But once kibble was invented, a very aggressive campaign was launched to convince uh, convince pet parents of the dangers of people food. Now, does that make any sense, peeps? Really doesn't. But gosh darn it, do we fall for all this crap? I mean, suddenly the table scraps and the foraging that dogs had done for, I don't know, thousands of years were not giving them everything they needed. And then obesity rates were low, cancer in dogs did not exist, and dogs lived close to twice as long as they do today. But clearly, Clearly, dogs were not getting all they needed because, I mean, they weren't fat, they didn't have cancer, and they lived a lot longer lives. Again, does this make sense, guys? Insert eye roll. Everybody roll your eyes because that's what you should be doing when you hear this BS. Bull cockamaggy bull crap. Sphincter. Bull sphincter. And the answer was this magical product called kibble. I mean, because the answer was we got to make our pet parents afraid. And listen, somehow we help people believe that, you know, your dog's not overweight and your dog doesn't have cancer. 
and your dog's living twice as long as as they're expected to, but they are clearly not getting all the right food. So let's invent something that's going to change all that. And that's called kibble. And uh, not only could you buy it at the Mega Mart right there next to the toxic cleaners and the chemicals, but everything your dog needed, whether young, old, super active, or a couch potato, yeah, the answer, it's in the bag, folks. It's in the bag. And avoid people food as it's more expensive and will make your dog sick. And guess what, guys? Shame on us. Pet parents ate this up. And even today, some pet parents will wear it as a badge of honor that their pet has never had any people food. Oh, I'm so sorry, pets. You never had any real food. Makes me hurt. And today, most pet parents still believe that people food is bad, but they still sneak their pets a treat now and then. And most veterinarians, 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 that's a hard word to say. Most vets say, show me a pet parent who says they don't feed from the table and I'll show you a liar. But we like those liars. Yeah. At least their dog's getting some nutrition. Pet food manufacturers realized this and they saw a growing trend toward human-grade diets. So... A new narrative was needed. A new narrative. Because you see, the narrative before was, your dog's going to get really sick if you give him people food. But they saw that pet parents were giving them people food, the ones that didn't buy into their BS. And so they had to come up with a new narrative. Because we can't let, we can't let you get out of the matrix. No, no, no. If you break free of the matrix, all hell is going to break loose. Got to reel you guys back in, okay? So now this new narrative is centered around how complex our pets are and that preparing a meal at home, yeah, that's going to be too hard. It's going to be too expensive. It's going to be too time-consuming. And it should only be attempted under the strict guidance of a veterinary nutritionist of which there are only 89 in the United States. Thank God there's not more. Lordy, the damage that those 89 have done is crazy. Yes, folks, Brian says, there are more people in the U.S. right now who know how to send someone to the moon than who can properly feed a dog or cat a home-prepared meal. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, doesn't that make sense? How do I do it? We just, how do we make sense out of nonsensical stuff? It's like our brains have been rewired. Brain, our brains have been rewired. Not in a good way. And your vet, tell me if you've heard this one, will tell you how dangerous not balancing your dog's diet every single day is. So dangerous. Although if I got them on the podcast and I asked them for the actual scientific uh, documentation that shows me what a complete and balanced diet is, I think that they would probably sit there and just, um, well, they'd probably just hang up or get really angry and come after me. 
I don't think they could answer the question. He couldn't. And Brian says, look, I challenge one parent out there to tell me that they micromanaged every single nutrient their child ate for all the years that they fed them. Oh, I love it. Yeah. What, how did you balance your little, little people's food? How did you do that? How did you actually raise them without killing them? Ugh. Brian says, I promise you that no one, no one has ever micromanaged. I don't know about that, Brian. But he says, I, I, no one's ever micromanaged their kids' food. And he says, I also challenge one parent out there to tell me that they ever, ever had a doctor tell them that they were completely incapable of feeding their child and should turn that process over to McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, just buy three Happy Meals every day and feed them at the appropriate times. That's all you have to do, right? Just buy three Happy Meals, feed them at the appropriate times. That's They're just going to be so healthy. Now, who would believe that cockamamie bull story? Brian says, again, I promise that's never happened because McDonald's does not have their hooks in the human medical industry as the pet food manufacturers do in the veterinary industry. If feeding a human is so easy that most doctors don't even discuss the subject with their, you know, the parents as pet food manufacturers do in the veterinary industry. Oh, wait, I said that totally wrong. Again, I promise it's never happened because McDonald's does not have their hooks in the human medical industry like the pet food manufacturers do in the veterinary industry. And if feeding a human is so easy that most doctors don't even discuss the subject with parents. Why can only a veterinarian nutritionist craft a diet for a dog or a cat? I mean, does anyone believe that dogs and cats are more complex beings than humans? <laughs> Seriously. I mean, the people marketing pet food sure do think so. And they have spent millions convincing you to think the same way. And the question really is, will you continue to believe them or will you apply some common sense and see all the points where their argument completely fails the smell test? Yeah, I agree. I agree. But you know, Brian, when you put it in logical terms like this, I don't know if people want to listen because I hear it every day. Well, my vet said, your vet is selling chemical soup. Your vet is selling substandard nutrition. Your vet doesn't understand that evolution doesn't happen in 80 years. Your vet doesn't understand that a raw species-appropriate ancestral diet has been going on for millions of years, long before they even were around. The vets were around. Oh, but I, I don't know. Maybe you need to ask, has, has my, in, 
in the last hundred years, has the skull changed, the teeth changed, the digestive tract changed on my dog? Has it become really, really long? Do they now have molars? Is the pH different? I mean, come on, guys. We have to wake up, stand up. We have to snap out of it. We cannot let them convince us that we're not smart enough to feed our dogs. Now, I'm going to challenge what I just said and say, if you're feeding kibble, well, maybe you're not smart enough to feed your dog. And, and I'm going to stand by that statement. Kibble is dangerous. Rancid fats that does not have the vitamin mineral complex that your dog needs that will help your dog survive, thrive, keep them from getting these out-of-balanced bodies. Kibble's never going to do that. I don't care what kind of terms they keep trying to use as buzzwords for you guys. Because that's what it is. It's buzzwords. But I promise you, this is not an industry. The, the, the pharmaceutical and the pet food industry is not an industry that ever gave a rats about your dog's health. That is not what it's been built on. If it was, it would have never been created the way it is created. And is this a dichotomy or what? You have candy companies making pet food. We have fat dogs. We have dogs that are full of inflammation. We have cancer dogs at the yin-yang. And we got itchy dogs. That's why we're doing our webinar tomorrow night. And you may think that you're doing everything, but you had to do the rabies. Well, I'm going to tell you something. There's a big number one culprit. And you may not get over an itchy dog if you continue to do the things that are causing the system to be totally confused and disrupted. That's a sad state of affairs. I hope you guys will join us. I thank you so much for listening to the Raw Dog Food Truth. Um, don't fall for you're not smart enough. Don't fall for you got to have somebody that's called a veterinary nutritionist. And I've seen their consults and it's atrocious. And I don't, I, I can't, I, I just can't, can't, can't even understand how they believe that themselves. But guys, we saw it in COVID. We saw all these supposedly great doctors out there just follow the herd, follow the money, bully the people. And I hope those people can't sleep at night. I really do. Because I'm sorry, those people that have been damaged by incorrect information, what's their life worth? What's your dog's life worth? It's worth you pushing back. It's worth you getting educated. It's worth you growing some bison balls and not letting people make you feel small and inadequate. It's real simple, guys. Ancestral diets. How did your dogs eat before 
kibble came into play. Got to get back there. It's not that hard. Variety, variety, variety. Beef, chicken, duck, turkey, pork, elk, lamb, fish. All of these animals have different vitamins and minerals. All the bones have different vitamins and minerals. Some of these animals have higher levels of vitamin A. Some have higher levels of vitamin B. The, the, the goal is not to give them every single thing they need in a meal because you don't get that yourself. The goal is to give them that throughout the month. Don't get hung up on one protein. You are going to have a problem. And it's not the raw diet's fault. It is the way that it's being administered. No dog is allergic to every protein out there. If they are, we got a leaky gut issue and we got to get that fixed. You can do this. You're stronger and you're smarter than you think. And we're going to help you right here at rawdogfoodandcompany.com. Go over there. We will help you get started. Get the chemicals and get the um, kibble out of the diet. And you're going to see dramatic results just from that. Okay? Just from that. You do not need to pay $700 for a veterinary nutritionist consult. Heck, we'll do it here for practically nothing. All right? So get over to rawdogfoodandcompany.com where your pet's health is our business and we're friends like my friend Brian doesn't let friends feed kibble. We'll see you at the Itchy Pet Webinar Part 2 tomorrow night right here, 6.30. See ya. Bye-bye. Oh, snap. snap. Find out how you can start your dog on the road to health and longevity. Go to rawdogfoodandcompany.com, where friends don't let friends feed kibble and where your pet's health is our business. Just snap.